0: Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 91 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode, this time in the sun. A little bit later than normal.
1: I know, yeah, it is. But we're back.
0: We are back, and like I said, in the sun. I've literally got the sun glaring into my eyes right now.
1: I know, we are massive culprits for like, as soon as the sun's out, it feels like summer. The
0: sunshine, the
1: sunshine. Mate, we've been like, if anyone knows, Night of the Roxbury... Oh, we have mate, literally another. been like Will Ferrell and whoever the other guy is.
0: I mean, it's just <laughs> hilarious. Like
1: driving in the sun, mate, sunglasses any on.
0: excuse, just get the sunglasses on. Music out. blasting. Even if I leave the house for like a minute, it's freezing cold outside. Oh mate, the sun's I mean, out, the, the wind, around. everything. I know the slides are gonna come out soon, but if anyone has seen my my talons, my claws. It's not safe. What did you do the other day? You literally looked at my big toe. And oh, mate,
1: I had to come over and examine it. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, I would t- say we'll put a picture up on the socials, but I don't want anyone to unfollow us. Mate, so, uh,
0: imagine if I put that as the episode's picture, my big toe. I
1: mean... Mangled toe. Just a bit of context. That's the episode's name, mate, mangled toe.
0: Right, just a bit of context. Me playing football, like, I don't know what it is, but my big toe has probably died about four or five years ago. And uh, there's no coming back. The, I mean, the nail, mate, look at it. It's got to be dead. Mate, Serious. there's
1: like five layers to it. Oh, it's no, so it's much. disgusting. It's like, oh, right. okay. it's like, oh, um, like a tortoise shell or something. It's, it's like I mean? an like, onion, mate. It's like evolution as, like, eventually put so many layers over it to try and protect it. Mate, it's it like, is an
0: onion. It has got layers to it. It's absolutely yeah, it's disgusting. Thick. It is absolutely disgusting. I won't get into, you know, anything else on it. Just know... I don't even know why I'm talking about this on the podcast, wow. Anyway, yeah. I know, wow. But yeah, the sun is shining, we are a little bit later than we normally would be, but again, we are back.
1: And we come with some, uh, some content Mate, as some well. Mate, some
0: serious content, there's a lot that's happened in the last week, in terms of blues, in terms of EFL breaches, in terms of new takeover news, so we will be bringing you all of that very, very shortly. Obviously, we're going to recap our week, mm. but before we do all of that, let's get all the shameless plugs out of the way. So, if you don't already, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to follow us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at The Tilton 2.
1: Yep, Twitter, Facebook at The Tilton 2, YouTube The Tilton 2. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and our website www.thetilton2.com.
0: Let's shout out the website a little bit, mate. I
1: know we don't do it right enough.
0: Over there, we've got match reports up there. We've got all our YouTube content up
1: there. All our episodes up all there. All our
0: episodes are up there. We've even got free content or free. What would you call it? It's is content, isn't it? Wallpapers. Free wallpapers we've got free for your wallpapers phones. Papers up
1: for you. I personally love them. They look
0: great. I know you do. I know you do. And obviously the caps. We've been doing this podcast. What was it today? You got a notification. Episode five.
1: Two years ago to the day.
0: Two years ago to the day. We haven't run a single ad on any of our platforms. And believe it or not, this podcast costs us money. (laughs) It's a robbery. It's a bloody robbery. robbery. Can you believe it? Just to get things up on Spotify and Apple, there are yearly costs. So if you like what we're doing... Please do head over to the website and show us some support. Hopefully, you know the caps that we've got. Make BCFC great again. If you like them, please do show your boys some support and pick them Means up. We lot. do still, still have some available. So again, head over there.
1: Great quality hats as well. I will say, I, love the, the metal uh, hardware speaks for itself. Love darling. the embroidery. Love the metal hardware. The metal love hardware. Love the fit. And yeah, more importantly, representing the Blues.
0: Exactly. And showing some love to the podcast. But yeah, head over there, check it out. And thank you, everyone, for your support up to this point. Episode ninety-one, hundred quick approaching. All right, let's get into our week phase. Where do we start? I feel like it's been a week of... I mean, it's been fairly funny, man, when I think about it, really, mm. in terms of actually not stepping out. Other than going to the gym that much, I've made a bit of a social events, which are Yeah, I'll you've made about. a social appearance.
1: Oh, yeah, well, you which are. is shocking. Read your really. out.
0: Exactly. But, uh yeah, where should we start? I mean, sporting events. Let's go with that first.
1: Yeah, a big week. Little Grand National.
0: Yeah, which is also hilarious. I yep. don't know if you listened to, anyone listened to episode a couple of weeks back when we were at Cheltenham, but that was Faisal's first venture oh, no, and into now I'm the like horse a, racing. Yeah, I'm uh, a horse
1: racing connoisseur now.
0: And like he does with absolutely everything, he dips his toes into, he then thinks he's the man and knows well, everything I'll about it. Well, I just get
1: addicted very quick.
0: Oh, and uh, the horse racing has bit you, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, say it's, it's a bit
1: it's bit me for sure.
0: And me being, I guess, just the, I don't know, wanting to follow little bro. You were follow a bad influence, fire, right? yeah. yeah, because you put some bets on. You were very fortunate with the bets. I was. Got a few Me, not so bets. much. And, I mean, it sums up everything. You put on a bet. Told me about it. Just quickly got my phone out. Yep, I'm gonna put it on. As soon as I went to deposit the the funds, the bet was suspended. I know, I bit of it. a kick in the teeth. But I went and put a bet on another one, thinking better that that odds, come but harder better odds. Yeah. And Sod's law, your one that I was going to bet on, but got suspended. One. Yeah. You got a little tasty little figure, didn't you? I did. 160
1: so. straight into the account. Oh. Loved it.
0: Hey, no one's gonna listen. No one's gonna bloody buy the caps now, mate. Knowing that you're absolutely. Oh no! Well, in the a little
1: punchline on that was I lost most of it <laughs> betting on the boxing after, so <laughs> a lot of it went. A lot of it went straight out the bin. So. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, talking about the boxing, so I already lost money on the the horse racing. On to the boxing, Joe I, know, Joyce. I was
1: already like. So imagine, you know, I'm flying high. Two days later, I think it was, or a day later, the boxing's on. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't know I where didn't, you're going. I yet. didn't strike twice.
0: I don't know why you're going yet. I mean, striking one's good enough. Yeah, I'm the I one who stri- so. struck out more than so. twice because maybe the dickhead I am put numerous bets on, mm. and yeah, I'm in the red for the, you know well into the red for the
1: month, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I who mean, would have thought the fight would turn out like that, Joe Joyce? Are I are have gonna, to say, mate, from minute one, I thought I thought he was going to get knocked out in the first round. He Jesus. was on well, no short. No one saw that
0: coming. Surely. Mm. I had him on. I had put a bet on for him to knock him out. Joe Joyce to knock I can't remember his name. But <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Zhang, something, something
0: yeah. Rumour has it, it's wanking. <laughs> <Von Pech's laughs> yeah, rumour had it, it was wanking on it. <laughs> but um Oh, we don't get cancelled now. But uh Yeah. And I put a bet on for him for Joyce to, to knock out Wenking in the first four rounds. Yeah, I know. Man, honestly.
1: It looked the Joe other way. Joe Joyce
0: was lucky to make it out the four yeah, rounds. It didn't go uh, much further.
1: But Matt, I mean, it was, ironically, it was 7-1 to one for Wenking to win at any point. <laughs> and that was better odds even than the Joe Joyce bit, but it yeah. was just such an outsider. I didn't have any idea that he would win.
0: Yeah, it was a rough one, man. A real rough, a real, rough real rough one. pill to swallow. And then, I guess for me, the other thing that happened on top of that was one of my mates got married. Lad who manages our football team, brave guy in terms of not inviting any of us lads to the actual wedding, smart decision, but inviting everyone to the reception. So you've got like twenty lads. All tanked up. Me, this month, I'm trying to be extremely good on my best behaviour. Not touched a drop. Not touched a
1: drop. Prepping for summer.
0: Well, that's one of the things, yeah. But not touched a single drop. Been real good. Even drove there. I know. Can you believe it? Drove to a wedding wedding reception. Mad moves there. And, yeah, it was just a a stark reminder of how crap it is being at an event or a social event. If you're not drinking, how annoying drunk people are. Mm. Every five minutes, I could have done with like windscreen wipers on my face just to wipe away the spit from all my mates. Oh, just spitting on my face, man. It's unbelievable. Very. I nice. guess when you're drinking, you're obviously doing it back to them, but you're not aware of it. Oh, yeah, you become an absolute personal space invader. <laughs> exactly, space invader. But, man, when you're stone cold sober... It's just like, and it's also that awkward situation where it's like, well, what do you do? You can't tell him up, mate. Oh, you are must are have got laughed out of on the my place. Face. It's just one of them where it's just like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And you're trying to, just I hope laugh you got rinsed. Off. Mate, I did get rinsed in spit. What well, do
1: you mean? and in uh, just for the fact that you were being boring. Um, I mean, yeah, that's another aspect of it. I mean, <laughs> you're a killjoy. I'm,
0: I'm one of those people, right? Who, you know, when people say, oh, "What music do you like?" Every, you know, a lot of people go, oh, "I like a bit of everything." Like a bit of everything. You ask me what music I like. I, uh, do I like everything? No, I don't. is a short answer. Mm. I dabble in bits here and there, but I'm very much hip hop, R and B. Do love a bit of dance music. Other than that, do I like rock music? Shall I say it's just not my bag, right? There's some tunes I'll listen to or I like. Or, you know, they come on. We get a couple a of
1: bands home. here and there. Exactly,
0: man. We're going to see the Arctic Monkeys. I'm talking about, like, you know, I love Arctic Monkeys, but maybe I do like everything. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> this music that was being played at the wedding just wasn't my bag. Didn't know what to do. When you're not drinking as well it's one of them it's so awkward even every time I subconsciously put my hands in my pocket and people come to me come on mate come on I'm thinking man this is more hassle than it's worth I know I sound like a miserable cow I know
1: I was going to say well, well glad you had a good time <laughs> I
0: don't know yeah maybe I'll just move on yeah congratulations Loco, for getting married congrats mate you and the beautiful bride massive shout out and we will move on before yes
1: I think everyone's turned off
0: Potentially. Well, if they didn't turn off uh, already, they will now. Yeah. New coaching coming. <laughs> Fitness journey 101. Oh, yeah. We have realised that our previous coach was trying to literally bury foot poor Faisal oh, into yeah. the ground.
1: Yeah.
0: What was the latest split he's trying to um, put you
1: down now? Well, I mean, a quick update. The weight is still dropping off, which is, is good. Is. Shadow um, of a man he used to be. Yeah. And um, I thought, you know, okay, on this recent last check-in, I'm doing all right. You know, weight's still come off. That was after a cheap meal. So I felt good. And then um, a new meal plan came through. And we're looking at uh, about 1,300 calories on training days and about 1,2 slash 1,1 on rest days. (laughs) Now, <laughs> I don't know if anyone... Let's just put it into perspective. Like obviously, the
0: guidelines, right, for the average male is 2,500 calories a day. That's even if you're into the gym, you don't yeah. train at all, whatever. Your daily guidance is to have 2,500 calories. And I
1: think we need to establish as well, I'm not on competition prep. I'm no. not a professional bodybuilder and not I'm not looking to compete in the Mr. Olympia.
0: You're not trying to get dick
1: skin shredded, are you, Faze? PG please, but yes. Oh, I was too late for that, mate. No, I'm not trying to. Obviously, if it comes with the territory, then it comes <laughs> with the territory. Take it. But yeah, I mean I've still got what? An initial goal of eleven well, a holiday in eleven weeks. And that gives me enough time I would say, to not have to go balls oh, to the mate. ball. Twelve hundred calories and also I might have to mention seven days a week cardio.
0: Yeah, on the stairmaster. Yeah. Which is not to mention certain
1: worst. supplements that uh we won't name. I <laughs> know oh, that's mental, yeah. <laughs> which were yeah. Um Well, you might as well might for anyone who wants to laugh. I know yeah, for anyone who wants we to laugh are or completely knows completely natural knows, or knows of the uh fitness journeys themselves or knows yeah. the supplements themselves. Clenbuterol. Yeah,
0: we are completely natural. Yeah. Haven't touched any kind of enhancements. PDs, anything like that. Anything. Not in our... I think I speak for you. That is not on our plan ever. No, no. Right?
1: But yeah, Clenbuterol but was yeah. Uh, suggested. If you if
0: you don't know and you're just interested, I would suggest you Google it because it is a very strong fat burner. And what is one of the side effects, Faze? Remember, you can't get this over the counter, by the way, Clenbuterol.
1: Listen, there's a there's about every side effect you can imagine. And one of them is death. Yeah, Fatality. I mean that's an extreme one, but it is on there. Not to mention being on 1,200 calories a day, I, I can almost guarantee with seven days a week cardio, I would be in the hospital. So, as soon as that came through, I know it feels like I had good. to look for greener pastures.
0: And it feels like a blessing just being able to do this this podcast with you, bro. I'll be honest with you, man. Mm. Could be very different if you were on clenbuterol for the last two days. I weeks. don't think it would have ever
1: happened. But yeah, <laughs> had to look for uh, pastures anew, and we found him. Well, we hope so. We're he going should. with a new coach. Yeah. Someone we hopefully believe in. Cut to a month from now, and uh, <laughs> we might have a different no, story. He looks, but no, he looks. He looks, looks, like he looks top. top guy. Yeah.
0: Cannot wait to get started. Really, cannot she wait waiting for our new meal plan. And
1: yeah. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, like I said, seems like an absolute legend. And yeah, I genuinely can't wait to get going.
1: Also, the calories will be upped, thank I God. I know,
0: I know. I'm, so I'm uh, happy for you, mate. I'm very happy about that. I know. Right. Let's get into blues news. Enough about us. Right. Two points you want to raise. The EFL released a document, basically a listing. I don't know what you'd call the official document. It is, in, it, it, it is an official document, but I don't mm. know really what it's called, but it's basically them stating their investigation, what they were looking for, the evidence they've got, and basically the the result of their investigation, what penalties have been given out, etc. And then, Faisal, you're going to take us on to the latest takeover talk. Mm. So I'll start and we'll go through. Go on. Um, The EFL investigation, the breaches, the evidence we've got, and what's All big news, so you want to listen to this. Big news. Now, I have to say the document's eight pages long, and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of legal jargon. So I'm going to try and put this into as plain English terms as I can. Think of this as EFL breaches, Birmingham City for dummies. Okay? So... Where do I start? That's a great place, isn't it? So, in this document, as we know, we've already mentioned it on the podcast. If you, everywhere you'll have seen it, this whole owners and directors test that new people who want to, you know, purchase a club, all need to go through this test with the EFL. It needs to be signed off and approved by the EFL for you to then progress. As part of that. Like we've said before, people who are going into buying a club, you can fund the club. You just can't make decisions on the day-to-day running or influence the direction in any way of the club unless you have those owners' and directors' test completed and all signed off and approved by the EFL. So, as part of that, if you get the owners' and directors' test done, what you can do you can, or you know, whoever you're trying to take over the club, can act as and have the title of a purchaser's nominated consultant. And that's someone then you can get involved with a day-to-day run-in, et cetera. Now, as we know, Maxco didn't get that owner and director's test. They didn't get that approved. So they can't have they can't assign a purchasers nominated consultant but southall acted as this purchasers nominated consultant the amount of times i'm going to say that this it that should probably be called the episode right the pnc right so he acted as that pnc and what's mad in the document is the efl have literally listed out emails Mm. And quotations from emails. And I can promise you, Southall in particular is banned to rights on all of this. Yeah. Like it's literally it's not looking good, black and white. Like, Brav, it ain't looking good. Trust. So, like I said, in emails, we've even got the club chairman stating that Southall is to act or will be acting as the purchasers' nominated consultant from the 1st of August 2022. Again, that's come from the chairman of the club. Again, who that is, someone in Hong Kong probably. Don't know the name, but again, from whoever's acting or group of people acting as the chairman, that's come from them. He was even paid by the club for his consultancy effort. And that was from the club's purse, not from Maxco. But what is really interesting and is stated in that document is that Richardson. Paul Richardson was the approver for the club on those expenses. So again, didn't come out of Maxco's purse. Did come out of the club's, but it was Paul Richardson who was basically rubber stamping and approving for well, uh, Southall's, you know, salary, wages, whatever for yeah. his for his efforts. In the. In the I guess the agreement, if it's done the right way, again, the purchase-nominated consultant can get involved in the transfers and again the data they're running. And what we know and what it states in the document is that Southall, um, basically approved signings. He approved one permanent signing, approved the sale of a one-player, and approved the loaning. Or bringing in a loaning one at least one loaning we can obviously speculate who that is could it have been could it have been Kadra? I think the permanent signing was probably um, or could have been well we know they were involved with Chong's signing yeah you know even the loaning probably wasn't actually Kadra. looking back at it it was probably um, But again all speculation but again it's listed and stated specifically that he gave approval to, you know, purchasing of a player, loaning in of a player and the selling of a player. Also, there's, it's also allowed again, if it's all done correctly, that the purchaser nominated consultant can get involved in things like, I think it's any of the operations up to a value, anything above a hundred thousand pounds Um, they'll get involved in or has to get the approval of the purchaser's nominated consultant. And again, we saw Southall approving stuff like staff bonuses. So this is how entrenched this guy was in terms of, you know, doing exactly what he can't be doing, Mm. which is being in control of the club's direction, making decisions on our day-to-day goings on at the club like I said stuff like staff bonuses it's yeah. mad let's come on to Richardson again as we said he was the one who rubber stamping those payments to um, Southall through the club we know that and it's stated Richardson had already approved the kit for the 2023-2024 and had even given someone work experience at the club now that's a bit mad in terms of, you know, getting or well, already signing off the kit for next season. Again, mm. how can you how can you say that's not um
1: overstepping the mark? Basically. Exactly,
0: yeah. There's a difference in funding, but then you're obviously signing off and when you've when the EFL have got proof of that, again you're banged to rights really, aren't you? And even the work experience, that's not that's no longer funding just funding the club then, is it? That's again manipulate not manipulate that's the wrong word, but you're getting involved in the you know, the day to day goings on of the club. What's even more interesting, and I've said it for a long time, we've actually met Paul Richardson, I'm a big fan of Paul Richardson when we met him, top, top guy. And I have said, put my neck on the line, really ...on the podcast and said, you know, I don't think they've ever done anything... ...or Paul Richardson and Maxi Lopez to, you know, to to actually... ...I don't think they're aware of any wrongdoing at all. Like I said, they put money into the club. You wouldn't do that unless you thought you were going to take ownership of the club... ...or you were going to get that money back in some way. So Max Co actually signed all the documentation... That's around the owner's and director's tests and all the other associated paperwork. And they gave it to BSHL solicitors to send to the EFL. But it turns out they didn't. Like you said, FaZe, it sounds like they just left it on the desk.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's been a rumour for a while now. I've heard that a couple of times that that is what happened. And I mean, it's not surprising. That is what we've come to... Come to think of b s h l it yeah. kind of just fits with their whole brand image and the way they run the club really absolutely yeah and it it still, it still doesn't it still doesn't account for obviously you'd expect that you'd wait for some sort of confirmation or you'd follow up at least yeah um to make sure that you have got the authorization you have passed the test before you do make these decisions, but at the same time you know. They to be fair to them, did do what they had to do on their side. It's just a matter of BSHL not filing the forms. And it's what we've
0: always said, have not we? You know, do BSHL actually feel like they need to sell? Do they uh, actually want to sell? Yeah. Or Especially at, that at that point, point did they, yeah. yeah. You know, you can always pass the book on to Max Co and be like, Well, you know, if you you know that needs to go to the EFL. Yeah, exactly. Why give it to a middleman? Yeah. Send it yourself or chase it through, whatever. But come on, we're all guilty yeah, of, I mean, you know, Well, i have done my exactly. bit and just, right, you said you exactly. were going to send there's, it, all right, send it. There's
1: no denying there is a bit of mismanagement there and stuff and there is a yeah. bit of, like, neglect there, but...
0: I Maybe mean, it's just naivety it's being exactly. the first time they're getting involved exactly. potentially a- with the, the deal time, or with the
1: EFL. We're not in the boardroom or we're not in those discussions yeah. and there is an element of everyone's been there at work, especially in corporate roles and stuff, and it's like... There are times where you're not really chasing up things like well, that. you drop anything. the ball. You expect, yeah, you the, drop ball the ball for me is always on the floor, mate. Yeah, I know. You need to pick that up. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah it, it's a weird one. Kind of some of what I expected. It's very interesting to hear specifics of what mate, of what went brilliant. on. You know what what the allegations were about and what the investigation was around. I mean, some of those things with Southall and obviously Richardson. It's um, yeah, I mean, there's no denying that based on you not having the authorization to do those things that you were going to get punished.
0: And when I say naivety around not working with the EFL, that is specifically with Paul Richardson and yeah. Maxi Lopez. We know Southall has been involved in other football clubs yeah, and worked with the EFL, which is mental. Yeah, And then also in Can't the it, document... Definitely Southall's last chance to learn that. Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what is also mentioned in the document is that it's signed... False documents stating mm. that he'd already done the uh, owners, the directors test. So again, it already what we what we've when he was first involved. People said you know to be careful of Southall. He's a prickly yeah, character, a lot of people. and look, it's just all come come to fruition again. He's proved himself to be that prickly character. Yeah, I don't think you know. Like I said, I don't think Max Coe they knew that they were doing anything wrong I think they thought they did everything and they say that much you know in the document Uh, and I've said that to the EFL and I believe them I really do Southall clearly knew he was doing wrong yeah signed documents saying that he'd done the test and all of this declared it and knowing that he hadn't you know it's it's just not right at all and how you how he thought he could get away with it and when I read the document the first time over, when I saw literal excerpts from, you know, emails, it's 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 just mad. Yeah. You just don't yeah. expect to see that or that to even be in public, you know, be visible to the public. So Yeah. I yeah, mean the mad.
1: good news is and this is something we've obviously been speculating about, is what that has a knock on effect for potential takeovers. Blues' chances of getting new owners, and, I mean, luckily, it hasn't had a drip-down effect, does it? No, not at all. Which, I mean, I'm ready to go on to. Well, I think the only
0: thing I was going to say, obviously, last week, I think it was the week before, we mentioned the repercussions for for those involved. Southall's got a suspended six-month ban from any kind of ownership role at a club I mean that's definitely
1: going to be indefinite I don't think anyone's going to want to be associated no, with yeah. moving
0: forward and that's going to be from I think some point next season yeah Paul Richardson has got the same and Maxi Lopez has got the same but Maxi's got one month and Paul, Richardson's got, Paul Richardson has two months mm. there is a financial uh, impact as well which covers like the EFL's investigation so Paul Richardson and Maxi Lopez have got to pay 20 grand I think it is damages, I guess. Um, and Southall's got away really with five grand.
1: Yeah, mad.
0: So yeah, that's really that really sums it up. I've tried to make it as concise plain and, and simple, layman. yeah, as yeah. I, as as I physically can. Well, you tried. Yeah, I know. You did
1: try. We're now twenty eight minutes into the episode, but uh, yeah, I mean, we move in a more brighter note. Going away from that, like I mentioned. It hasn't luckily had the drip down effect and Which ruined yeah, what does it further mean? negotiations. Yeah. So, everyone knows the familiar name, familiar face, Jeremy Dale. I mean, definitely not familiar face. Well, I was going to say, mate, try Google But yeah, everyone's heard the name. Um, His company, Often Partisan. Often Great Partisan, name. exactly. And it looks like very recently, this week, um, we've had a massive step towards. A new future for Blues, and that starts off with it basically being announced to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange that letters of intent have been signed between an unnamed purchaser and BSH, and I mean we can all guess that it's obviously often partisan. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. Um. Obviously not hundred percent confirmed, but it's pretty much confirmed, confirmed. and um. Yeah, very exciting news. I mean, one big, huge thing about that is it's already steps further than what we had with Maxco in terms of the intentions. Obviously, it being announced on that stage to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange shows it's real and hopefully tangible moving forward. So, yeah, we'll get into it. Like I mentioned, letters of intent have been signed by both parties. And obviously, what does that mean? So, from what we've seen, there's two transactions that will happen simultaneously. So, the first one is that BSH and Often Partisan Limited, so Often Partisan Limited will get, firstly, 24% of the 75% stake that BSH have. Then the second part is, let me just make sure I've got the names right here, the second transaction is between... Oriental Rainbow Investments and Achiever Global Group and obviously Often Partisan Limited and will mean that Oriental Rainbow Investments and Achiever Global Group will sell both the 21.64% stake that they've got and also Oriental Rainbow Investments are who own 100% of the stadium so that will also go to Often Partisan Limited so, in short, by the end of those two transactions, we're looking at Often partisan Unlimited having 45.64% of Birmingham City and obviously 100% of the stadium. And then the idea is that 51%, which is still belonging to BSHL will then be sold in due course, basically, moving forward. So big news, yeah, big, it's big going news. in the right direction, for very, sure. very much so. Another huge thing to talk about, and this was mentioned by Almagir. I've seen this through, and other sources to be fair. But we've mentioned quite a bit the Mister King inven- uh, investigation, Mister Wang Yaohui, however you pronounce it, and Hong Kong and Yeah, Hong Kong food, exactly. And um, by the looks of it, that investigation is getting to a point where it's basically tying a noose around their neck. There's claims that it's getting to a point of criminal charges being on the table. And obviously, as a result of that, it massively changes the leverage that purchasers have. So it's great news for someone like Jeremy Dale to have his foot in the door. And obviously, I mean, he's got more than a foot in the door now, but it really does mean that for any financial sense, it makes sense for BSHL to sell up, basically, ASAP. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's potential that if they don't, it could get to a point where they're kind of locked in and they have to prove their innocence to... Get the club, basically. And obviously, as you know, it doesn't take rocket science to know that you'd rather cash out and get the value for the club rather than literally be sitting on a debt. Yeah. So, massive news. Really good news. Not just because, obviously, the intentions and and what, what going forward, but also the fact that BSHL look like they have to go running at some point and hopefully soon. Yeah. The one thing is, does that mean... That, and again, we've mentioned this a couple of times. Where it might be a factor that they're waiting for Jude to sell. We know it's fifteen percent the sell-on clauses, which is huge. I mean, the number, even if it's a low number of hundred million, we've heard it could be more. You know, that's fifteen million, yeah. and obviously that would go to the club. But BSH will be in the owners. Exactly. Exactly. So. It is a question you know, I don't know how how close it is to getting um getting to the point where they have to sell up and and go running, but either way, it's all positive,
0: but it ties up with them holding or not selling all of it and holding yeah the value yeah, of course, of course club, you know?
1: I mean the one thing is, I really hope that they can't um do anything with that money because we've already mentioned the debt that blues have been in in recent years. And I think even the year that we sold Jude was the only year where we've even come close to like breaking even. I heard that we like had four million pounds in losses that year. obviously we had what like twenty million or something didn't we last yeah. year something ridiculous, so we are really desperate for any amount of money we can get. I just hope that if b s h l go running with that and obviously sell the club, it's good in terms of you know new ownership but We could get absolutely sticked up with financial fair play and obviously having a shitload of of debt to pay. So, yeah, two-headed prong, but definitely moves in the right direction. Yeah, 100%. One hundred. Very, very positive. And hopefully by the summer, I'm hoping next season we're going in with new owners, really. I know.
0: Completely changed the landscape for us, didn't it? Yeah, massively. Massively.
1: yeah, we'll just give the club a massive lift—a lift, a lift yeah.
0: we we desperately need. Yeah,
1: I mean, in short, the points to take are.
0: It's moving forward. It's
1: moving forward, and BSHL are looking increasingly like they don't have a choice but to get. Yeah, gone. their hands are tied now. So and it's, it's you know they're kind of being forced out. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks.
0: I think that wraps up an in-depth mm. segment for Blues News this week. A lot of things that I think. Everyone will agree with us. We've all been waiting for, hoping for, yeah, more information around what is going on behind the scenes. So, like you said, all looking positive, all looking up. Fingers crossed. This just gains momentum now. And, you know, we see some concrete news coming very, very soon. And by that, I mean, first part of the deal signed. Mm. All right. Been a busy... Busy week for the Blue Boys. We've had, what, three fixtures, haven't we, faced
1: Is it three since we last recorded?
0: I think it is. I think it is three. Is it? Jeez. I think, I believe it is. Let me double check. I mean, obviously last night. I'm pretty night,
1: sure, yeah. It depends. Did we do one after the Stoke game? I mean, last night, if we just look at last night.
0: Yeah. one nil win away from home at the yeah. Den with a ground we are familiar with. Very, very. We know. I mean, last time we were at the Den, we lost. Benik Fobe had never played better in his life that day, that game, and Jukey coming up, giving us what a goal, man!
1: Yeah, I know. Hustle wise, unreal, and the angle he managed to get himself into and actually score from is crazy. Yeah, absolutely mental. Again, live wire cadre. Yeah, picking at the ball
0: beautifully, quick turn, driving. And again, I've said it so many times with Juki, A lot of the time, he comes too deep, and where you need him up top, he's you know he's he's struggling to get mm. there. Right in front of Kadra, Kadra plays the ball in. He takes it past the keeper. Beats an his man to the ball angle. as well somehow. Yeah, an acute angle and gets it in. It's the yeah. luck we needed. Yeah. Keeper should have done better. It goes Great run, hands. though,
1: from Juki as well. Yeah. Even before the ball was played, that run was, yeah, crisp. I mean, just for Juki to get to the ball first shows how good the run was, really. Yeah, Obviously, good pass by Kadra as well, but, yeah, Juki was on it. Juki was on it for that goal. Mate, massively. Job had his
0: only second start yep. against Millwall. I was a little bit question marks over Joe because again the amount of football we've seen him play, we just haven't. Like I said, it's his second start mm. of the whole season. Um, we, I mean, I personally got some messages in the first half of some lads saying, Oh well, a few, a few people actually message on our Instagram, us personally, around you know. Joby maybe being a bit off it. I actually thought Joby had a, had a good turn out. Yeah. He's involved in that. Yeah. He was involved was. in the the play for the goal. Mm. Wins it. I think he plays it back to the defender. Defender plays it straight back to him or I think it might have been Bakuna. He turns, looks, sees Kadra, plays it out to Kadra. Kadra, beautiful turn and he's off on his bike. Mm. And I do, and I think, I think Joby did well. I was I was a bit surprised to see him where he was playing. He was playing lot like as a
1: more attacking centre mid. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm a bit I'm a bit shaky with it. Like I, I do oh think right. he had I do <laughs> think he had moments for sure. Like I don't think he had a bad performance by any means. I just think, you know, potentially it might have been skewed by how we performed in the second half in terms of Back inviting so much yeah, pressure yeah, yeah. and being backed against the wall. You know, it does it does, especially as a cam or a striker or any sort of attacking-minded player on the pitch. You don't have anywhere to go basically. And obviously what happens with that when you are pinned back is you are going to lose the ball a lot, aren't you? So Yeah, definitely. You know. Um that could have given him a bad rap, but there were moments for sure in the first half. There were moments for sure where you know he kept the ball well. Um, got the ball out of his feet, managed to pass it off. I would just say, I don't know. There were just a couple of times where you just wish he'd be stronger, but I mean, it comes with age, doesn't it? I think there's you know he's such a such a young start. player, exactly.
0: I think, yeah. I was, I was against a, happy. Big I mean, well. yeah, a big team yeah. as well, a big, strong, physical team. we're exactly sitting that. at
1: what is it, fifth, sixth? So, uh, yeah, a big game away from home as well. Yeah,
0: I mean, standouts. I think. Our centre backs, brilliant again. Long, shout out to Long for sure. Can't praise him enough. I know it's a complete turnaround from me the last couple of weeks saying how he's going from strength to strength. Considering I was, you know, I was thinking, well, just waste, waste really, having him in. But he has massively shown up, and I think he definitely deserves an extension next year. I think he does a job. Roberts looked good again. Yep. Solid at the back. Mm-hmm. When we saw
1: Friend coming in. Surprisingly. I mean, makes sense because obviously Trusty out. has his knock. But yeah. And then we saw Ruddy oh, no. go down and out. I, and I have Johnny to say, Sins,
0: Johnny Sins is out. Hopefully we'll know a little bit
1: more about you know the repercussions. Captain Ricochet had to come in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Captain Rebound.
0: Mate. Give him his
1: flowers no, no, as no, well. Of course, I course. think
0: Etheridge came in, obviously that he did on, well on Etheridge, but I think he did brilliant. I do. I no, think he, he did, did brilliant. He did. Even, you know, did. you think every corner comes in, your your butt twitches a little bit. Man, he dealt with um, yeah a couple was it double save you made at one little point? Little double
1: save. funnily though, Cheeky. and I know I, I turned to you straight away and I was like, mate. Literally, captain rebound strikes again. (laughs) It was a good double save, but funnily enough, even John Eustace addressed that. And he was like, yeah, great double save, basically, but um, he should have collected the first one, (laughs) pretty much. He goes, you know, like, you'd love to see it. But yeah, Yeah. he, he made a joke about basically how it came off him in the first place. Yeah. Which is true, but either way, you can't knock it. And like you said, he did get himself in front of the ball a lot of times. There was one... Driven shot down into the lower corner that he got to. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, definitely have to give him his props. I think it was Roberts who got mad of the match, but could have easily been average. It might have been the other way around, but, yeah. I mean, he easily got his praises yeah. for that game. Yeah, and rightfully so. Let's right be real. So, yeah, he sure. did play
0: really well. And coming into a game cold anyway, Yeah. he's hard enough. 100%. So, 100%. all in all... Man, I'd have bit your hand off thinking we're
1: going to come away with a win. Especially with, um, yeah, how it was looking from like 60th minute onwards. I mean, I mean we started off bright, didn't we? Yeah, we really yeah, did. We did. We were looking good. Chong, Chong, Chong was looked good. back
0: being direct, Kadra causing a Well, we good. should have
1: had a penalty early. Yeah, I know. I think so. Early, we should have had a penalty. For sure, I think so. Um. But yeah.
0: Like, but you said it, and I think you know we were both saying to each other like the amount of pressure in the second half we just absorbed was crazy. Mm.
1: I we really, were back to the wall. Yeah. Hannibal. I want a quick shout out for Hannibal coming on with his little dreadlocks. Yeah. Um. Love, and I'm sure loads of blue noses agree with this. At the end of the game, we all know his passion and everything, but that is what we miss. I don't know how yeah. more players don't do it. Where obviously when it got to the 90th plus five. We're wasting time, but yeah. as soon as he won that last free kick, he's like literally looking at the away fans, yeah. throwing his hands up, doing it in front of the players, oh, no. getting words from the Millwall players like "chill out a bit." He even yeah. loves it. Yeah, he does. He's, he's a little rowdy. So but I don't so know so how man. more players aren't like that. Like, get the crowd behind you. Like, oh mate, Honestly. all it takes is literally one arm in the air. Like, come on. And I'd be the biggest wanker if I played for Blues, honestly. Mate, I would, I would be
0: milking every second of it. Every single thing. Man, if
1: I was yeah. a defender, mate, every clearance, I'd be like, come on. Yeah, I know. It's I think crazy. the fans would be telling me to
0: fucking chill
1: out. Mate, even if I did a bad run, I'm like I know. throwing my hands yeah. up in the air. <laughs> I've like, missed, do you know what I mean? like, Mate, it, trust me. It doesn't matter what you do on that pitch. As long as you haven't literally caused it to concede a goal, if you're throwing your hands up, I'm backing it. I oh, know. You don't want to concede a penalty and then try and rally. the... No, of uh, course not, You're not going to get very far. But, yeah. I mean, before that, we had the Sunderland game. Sunderland away. I mean, what can you say about it? Okay. Yeah, you can't We say went up, much. didn't
0: we? Went up. They equalised. Diallo, I mean, just showed the absolute quality that we've seen. He scored in the, f- in the reverse fixture... Did us there? He scored a very similar goal. To be fair, mm. all him. That's what you get. I think they bought. I think mean, United bought him for like nineteen million. There's something like another eighteen mil of add-ons as well, potentially yeah. there. But that is the quality that that player has. Oh yeah, for sure. And they're a top team. I mean, they I will say. A good team, I bro. will
1: say the George Hall goal really well worked. I, know. I like the look of that. I think it was Bakuna who put Chong through, or whoever it was. But yeah, when Chong got through, <laughs> I know was lit up when he saw yeah. A hole you in see space. A hole just. Funnily enough, I did think a hole like could have put it more in the corner, mate, because it got pretty close to the keeper. Yeah, point, it did. It considering did. Considering it was it a tapping, did. but either way, yeah, a really well Goals worked a goal. goal. Let's take it. First, yeah, 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 a really well worked goal. Promising to see, but yeah, I mean overall, Sunderland had our number.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and Stoke. <sighs>
1: I mean, we all know about that. That was an absolute snooze fest.
0: That was that was parking ticket gate, wasn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we did cover exactly. that. We did. I we do did. remember that. We, we did cover that. I know we moaned about that for a while. Yeah, yeah, parking ticket gate. Yeah. But what is mad now is we have only got three more games. And I do of quickly want to mention what? we're on
1: 53 points, is it? 53 yes. points, sitting at 15th, which I didn't realise until the um, post match interview. With no, Eustace, not well, not only that, we we I think we've either beaten or equaled, I think it was Gary Roberts' record with Blues, so it's like the most points we've got in a season for a while, wow. for seasons basically. Um, which is surprising. I yeah. mean, considering some of the runs we've had this this year. I know it's true. Yeah, you know, Nearly if we two. kept some momentum going, I mean, we would have been way up there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, fast approaching, like, other than... Obviously, we've got three games left. But, you know, if we got results even from these three games, we're looking at, you know, potentially getting around the 13th area. I know, which would be mad. Which would be mad for us. And really that's would. really
0: what I want to see, you know, a strong finish and something for us all to get behind next season. Yeah. I mean, on Saturday now, looking forward, we've got Blackpool at home. After that, it's Cov the following weekend. And then finally, the last game of the season at home to Sheffield United. Yeah. It's mad. The season now, looking back at it, it feels like it's just flown by.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, we go, you know, we've got Blackpool at home. Let's see where they're sitting. They are, drumroll please, 23rd. 23rd. So it's a game that we should be winning. And again, it's what I keep talking about, taking momentum.
1: A game, yeah, it know, you look feels at their... like Millwall's a scalp really exactly. in terms of where they are, yeah. where we are. Mate, you look at Blackpool's last five; they've lost four one one. one.
0: Yeah, there you go. So I'm hoping for a win. Hopefully, the stun stays out at St Andrews, and we have a penultimate home game, and it's a good one. Faze, Fingers crossed. Go on, give us a
1: scoreline prediction to close us out. Two nil Blues. I'm going for some goals so 2-0 Blues at home in the sun please I'm going to say 1-0 win a win's a win mate exactly exactly
0: and we will be good for it alright I think that pretty much rounds us up for yet another episode as you said at the start please do check us out on our social media you can find us on Instagram at the Tilton 2
1: Twitter Facebook at the Tilton 2 YouTube the Tilton 2, like, comment, share, subscribe and our website wwwthetilton
0: Grab your caps, available exclusively on thetilton Yep. and again engage with us on our socials. Thank you everyone for listening, it means the world to us and we'll be back same time next week for episode 92. Until next time, keep, keep right on. on.